0: Let's, let's start. So we are starting from chapter Chavav, which is chapter 26. Um, but in order to understand what it is that this chapter is talking about, you have to get it in the context of the book. Um, this is a very integrated book, and, um, and it needs to be learned in such a way that you understand what the Alter uh, objectives are uh, behind each of the chapters and why he's saying this chapter at this point. So, with that in mind we have to really uh, basically move backwards, okay? The Alter Rebbe has now explained to us in the first 25 chapters the ultimate goal of what we're supposed to be doing here, and he explained to us the two ways in which this is supposed to happen, or it can happen, right? The ultimate goal of most people down here is the idea of being a Benini, right? The idea of being in control of oneself. Which means what? Which means in control of the things that we are capable of being in control of. Right? So this is a major chiddish. Right? We're not talking about changing the person. Changing the person is something that is in a certain way beyond us. Changing the person means mom is changing a person's midos, mom is changing a person's (coughs) intellect, mom is changing a person. That is not really a practical... Objective, and that has caused major depression for many people over the uh, over the centuries, because when you have a goal, when you have a goal that is not attainable, it's very very depressing, right? If a person's goal is to uh, you know to play for the NBA and that's his lifetime goal and he and he's four eleven, it's going to be a very very depressing life for this person. Right, it's not going to work. As much as he might be able to shoot from the outside, they're not hiring anyone for the New York Knicks that is four eleven. It just doesn't work. Right, I'm sorry. Okay, so in a similar manner, in a similar manner, right, the goal of changing one's emotions, i.e., changing one's midos, is very impractical. So, what the Al Rebbe did is he showed us what are the true goalposts. You wanna just move a smidget to your right, so I could. Oh stop! Because I don't want you to cover Yosef Yitzhak either. So, uh, okay, perfect. Now I can see Herschel's beautiful face. See Yosef. I can see everyone. Um, the goal here is what? The goal here is is to be in control of what I can be in control of, and recognize that th- that thing that I can be control of is not me. Now that is a very very important point that is worth repeating. The point that I'm saying is as follows. It's very important to note who is the me in this conversation. And what you will find is very often the me that you think is the me is not necessarily the me. What I mean by that is very often we get totally absorbed in our thinking, and our thought process, which takes us in various directions, right, as to where we wind up, whether it's on pathways of depression, whether it's on pathways of whatever, right? Very often, the me is not the me. The me is a thought. And as al Altarebbe explained, if you remember back to chapter 3, right? He said that there are two aspects of the soul that we're going to be focusing on. There are what is known as the takshitin, as the... He does mention this in chapter 3, but it mentions it in Pasach in Torah, or, right, or the ornaments of the soul, and then there are the clothing of the soul. And then there is the soul. What he's focusing on in Tanya is not the takshitim of the soul, the ornaments of the soul, which are known as the, the uh, svirus, right, or the kaichas as it's called in, in, by a human being, svirus in olymos, right. What he's talking about in Tanya is the levushim of the soul. Obviously, the levushim of the soul are much easier. It's much more easy to change. Just like you could change out of a shirt or you could take off your jacket. So the first step in this process is to recognize who am I? Then, after recognizing who am I, from there we could then go back, go forward, and we could take a look even So the next step, okay, how do I express myself? Where do I say how do I express myself? That is, first and foremost, how does the soul express itself, is the takshitim. That's chapter 2 of Tanya. That's the spheros, that's the kaichos, as they're called by a human being. The midos, the chabad. We're not talking about changing that. What we're talking about is chapter 3. In Tanya, I'm sorry, chapter four of Tanya. I, 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 mistake, I, I said a mistake before. Chapter two of Tanya is who is the essence of me, which is my nephew Jalokis. Chapter three of Tanya is the idea of the soul is made up of 10 parts. And chapter four of Tanya is the goal of where we're heading, which is Levushim. Levushim are where it's at for us, that's where we have to spend our time focusing. Our time is meant to be focused on what we can control. And by being in total control of the things that we can be in control of, that's how we are able to, so to speak, accomplish being down in this world. That's what the soul's journey to this world is about. To make a Diyotakhtanim, as we learned in Samach Vav, right? Right? Which is Yichud like we learned in, in the beginning of Sam of right? Which is the idea of how do I do that? And that's through the Levushim, chapter 4 of Tanya. And now the Rebbe then goes on to explain right? More details of who I am. It's not just a Nefesh of but it's a Nefesh of Bahamis also. And all of a sudden he's explaining to us the different teams and what's going on here, the different agendas that are constantly going on in my mind. And then, the Alter Rebbe goes on to explain what is known as the longer way and the shorter way. Most people, when we learn about, in the beginning of Tanya, in the title page, we say, right, the famous story of the longer, shorter way, right? And we look at it more in terms of, like we talked about the other day, in in Hasidus, uh, the idea of the difference between Chabad Hasidus and Chagas Hasidus. Okay? The longer way, longer, shorter way being Chabad Hasidus, the shorter, longer way being the chagas Hasidus. However, within Chabad Hasidus itself, you also have the concept of a longer way and a shorter way. The longer way is the holistic way of changing oneself. Through deep meditation, deep contemplation, and re-educating the me inside of me to recognize what I'm looking for and how I could develop myself to become uh, the, pi- the type of person that I was sent down here to become. That's chapters, essentially, after the beginning of the discussion up until chapter 9, which explains where the, the, uh, the, the war is between the Nefesh Bahamis and Nefesh al Right, so you have, let's just go through a map. Chapter 1 is introduction. How? We're going to look at Chabad Hasidus in a different light, right? And how we need Hasidus. And Hasidus is not something that is separate from Nigla, that it's one united Torah, right? That's the first part of Chapter 1. Second part of Chapter 1 is the idea of introducing us to the concept of two souls with the Nefesh of Bahamis being introduced first. Why the Nefesh of Bahamis introduced first? Two reasons. First of all, even though most people make a mistake and they say the Nefesh bahamis is the first one in the body and the Nefesh lakis only comes in later, that is completely not true. They both come in at the same time. However, the Gilui of the Nefesh lakis comes in later. Meaning what? The Gilui of the Nefesh lakis starts with the child's bris, then the upsharanish then the learning of Alapes and all the different things that they learn, finally culminating in the Bar Mitzvah. However, in terms of what comes in, so to speak, first in terms of Gilui, it's obviously the Nefesh Bahamis. That's one reason why the Nefesh Bahamis is mentioned first. Second reason why the Nefesh Bahamis is mentioned first, and maybe the more important reason, is that's the goal. We're supposed to be working on our Nefesh Bahamis. We're supposed to be changing over the Nefesh B'hamis. We're supposed to be changing over the world. Right? That's the Nefesh Bahamis. Chapter 2. The essence of the Nefesh HaLukis. Right? Right? Chedek Elokami Mal Mamish that's the essence of me. I have mamish a portion of Hashem inside of me. That's the essence of who I am. Chapter 3, the way the Nefesh Eloquiz is expressed in terms of kaichos, kaichos, the Nefesh are Chabad and obviously the seven uh, rest of the kaichos, starting with uh, the, the six midos and then finally in Malchus. That's the idea of chapter 3. Chapter 4, the beginning of chapter 4 is where we're really aiming at, which is where we can work. Where we could work our levushim. Levushim means that we could take them on, we could put them off. We could put them on, take them off. Machshavadibar meiser. That is the world that we have to be focused in. And we have to recognize that. And we have to recognize where our capabilities lie, and therefore where we have to be focused. How should I be expressing the Machshavadibar meiser? That's the end of chapter 4, entire mitzvahs. That's our goal. Torah mitzvah Mitzvahs is the aim. In chapter 4, Torah and Mitzvahs are com- considered equal. In chapter 5, the Alter Rebbe changes the, the point and he says that Torah is actually the number one event. Now the Alter Rebbe will change this direction when we get to chapter 35. And he will talk about Mitzvahs more. Okay, that is, that is the Nefesh al Chapter 6, we're introduced to the Nefesh of Bahamias. Over here, However, we are introduced, first of all, first and foremost, to the kaychas of the nefesh of Bahamiis, which is the idea of now, instead of mentioning Chabad first, he mentions the emotions first. This is a major change. Because unlike our nefesh of keys, where we have to have the mind is supposed to be directing the midos. And again, as I said to you the other day, Chabad Hasidus is not about the mind. Chabad Hasidic, like every Hasidic, is about the emotions. The only question is, is how is the best way to influence the emotions? Okay? So we have the emotions first, because by the Nefijah of Bahami, is the emotions are driving the show. That's why an animal walks on four feet. Right? Because the emotions and the brain are on the same level. Masha Enkin, a human being, is... Standing upright, the the intellect is supposed to be over the emotions. Chapter 7, or end of chapter 6 and chapter 7 is the idea of, starting with chapter 6, the world is divided into two, not three. This is a major point of Kabbalah. And is very, very infrequently looked upon in the rest of the world, in the rest of the religious world. Most of the world looks at the world as divided into three parts. There are mitzvahs. Yay, that's a good part. There are aveiras. Boo, that's a bad part. And then there's 90% of the rest of your life which is in between, which is playing tennis, which is going to the movies, which is watching uh, Monday Night Football. Right? Now, according to Kabbalah, that is completely not true. According to Kabbalah, there's either... Kedusha or what is known as Sitra Akhar, which means the other side. If you have the other side, it means there's only two sides. It can't be the other other side. It's only two. It's either Kedusha or Sitra Akhar. There's only two things. Having said that, having said that, however, we are introduced in chapter seven to the concept of that there is an area within the Sitra Akhar that we have the capability of elevating. That is essential to know. Not that it is neutral and we could elevate it, it's klipa and we could elevate it. It's a totally different perspective. Okay? That is our world, what we are supposed to be focusing in. Our focus is in klipas noga, which is klipa, first and foremost, and that is something that we could elevate. And then there's, of course, klipa, three klipas timaeus, which doesn't mean one, two, three in terms of levels, in terms of like, a, like an elevator and ladders or something like that. It means chesed, ghur, and Tiferis of klipa. That's what it means, okay? That whole idea, right, is a world that we cannot elevate. Okay. Then we have chapter 9, which is the idea of the war between the Nefshelokis and Bahami's Chapter 10 is the idea of Tzaddikim. Chapter 11 is the idea of Rishayim. And we get, finally get to chapter 12. Okay? Chapter 12 is the beginning of our discussion of the Bainani. That's where we want to be. Okay? So now, chapter 12 through chapter 17 is the holistic way of be, doing what you're supposed to be doing in this world. Which means totally becoming a refined, elevated person. In the area that you can, then the area that you can means what am I in control of? When you're thinking during davening and you're starting to have anxiety about what's going to be with breakfast, right? That you wish it would be pancakes and you heard it's going to be salad and eggs. And once again, you know, all of a sudden you start to get this anxiety. That is not you, that is your thoughts. Your thoughts are not you. It's a very important point. Shift a little bit this way. There we go. I love to see Herschel's face. Herschel, you guys are trying to block up Herschel. Finally came to my class and then you're trying to block him. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, the idea is the idea is what? The idea is that the thoughts are not you. You can control your thoughts. Having said that, at the end of chapter 14, the Altar Rebbe does say that it could be that if he chooses, he could put the soul of a tzaddik and he can impregnate your soul and then your life is going to be a completely different life. Because then you're going to live the life of a tzaddik like we discussed in chapter 10, which is a totally different plane than anything that you can possibly imagine. It's just they're not living on the same, they don't have the same challenges that you and I have. Their avoda is, happens to be a million times harder, by the way, just as a side point. Right, And we could discuss that another time. But their avoda is a billion times harder, I would even say, than our avoda. But it's a different avoda. They're not worried about whether they're going to be watching Monday Night Football or going in and you know, doing other silly things that we do. Right, Their avoda is completely on a different, in a different way. Yeah. What's the difference between uh, klipa and neutrality? There is no such thing as neutrality in Judaism. It doesn't exist. You think something's either bad or good? That's right. That's it. However, within the bad side, a cow is klipa. But I don't want to use the word bad, yeah. because it's not, really, it's not really bad or good. You know, I was joking around before, you know, yay, it's good, bad. I mean, bad would be what? Bad is, is an Avera, that's bad. But the world is not bad or good, so to speak. It's either driven by klipa or driven by Kadusha, one or the other. So the idea of a cow is not Kadusha. cow is klipa. However, a cow could be elevated. You can elevate a cow. In other words, if you shech the cow in a kosher way and you eat the food of the cow uh, with the right kavanas, and you use the skin of the cow to write a safer Torah or whatever, so you have now elevated something that was klipa into kedusha. That's our job. Or you could decide to not shech the cow in a correct way. It could be non-kosher and you could eat at McDonald's and, 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 you know, and then you would be then... Doing the opposite, you would be lowering it down into three klipas, Timaeus. But cow is inherently nothing. False. Cow is inherently klipa. It's a which is, what, which it's is like how it. would you define klipa then? I still see it as neutral. That, so again, there's no mean. such thing as neutral. Neutral is not, does not exist in Judaism. Klipa, at least according to Kabbalah sure. and yeah. Hasidus, klipa means something that is concealing over Hashem. Something that's concealing <laughs> over Hashem, it is not expressing godliness. That is the idea of what is known as bad, right? Achdus Hashem is good, that's Kedusha. Klipa is concealment of the oneness of Hashem, right? Certain things in Klipa we are able to elevate, that's called Klipa's Noga, but many other things you can't touch with a 10-foot pole. And that's why in chapter 6, the Altarev begins by introducing Klipa as Klipa. There's Kedusha and Klipa, that's it only in chapter 7, once we've already understood this concept, that there is no such thing as neutrality, does the Alter Rebbe introduce that within klipa, there's a level of klipa that we could elevate. Not that it's neutral. It's like walking up an escalator that's going down. If you stand still, it doesn't mean you're like on a bunch of steps. It's not like you're going to stand still. You're going to keep on going down. You have to force yourself to go up against the grain right? Got it? So anyway, back back to our discussion then I have to stop for today. Okay, so we get up to chapter 17. These are the chapters of how holistically a person can change himself in terms of making himself into the person that he could potentially be and why his soul was sent down here into this world. Chapters 18 through 25 is what is known as the short way in Chabad Hasidus which is The idea of, uh, I've heard it be called, either tapping into the nuclear bomb possibility or, more aptly maybe, is taking a Tylenol to fix a problem. In other words, by taking a Tylenol, you're not going to fix the problem, but you're going to have less pain for the next uh, six hours. Which means like this. You're about to do an Avera and you're working very hard on the whole other discussion that we've had between chapters 12 and chapter 17, but right now you're about to push your button on your phone to something you shouldn't do. How do you stop yourself for right now? <clears throat> By stopping yourself right now, right, it's not going to change you as a person, but it'll stop you for right now. For the next 30 seconds, you, you can get through it. That's chapters 18 through 25. That leads us to where we are holding and where we're going to start tomorrow. Maybe we'll give a little bit more of an introduction even more tomorrow, but to chapter 26. And that is a chassid who is an Alter Rebbe's chassid who works very, very hard on himself, right? And he's been working on these two directions and for some reason it's not working. There's a problem. It's not going. As much as he's working hard, it's not like he's, you know, like a 21st century guy that isn't really working hard and he says, well, you know, I guess it doesn't work anyway. No, no. This is a guy that's working really hard and it's still not going. So now we have to figure out problem solving in the words of Avram. Right, Avram? Problem solving. We, have, we, need, we need something. There's something wrong with this bug. There's a bug in the system. Oh. So now the Altar Rebbe says, well, remember all I, that I said before? Well, I got news for you. The whole thing is not going to work if you're not besimcha. There's a gasoline to this whole thing. There's a a a a base to the whole story that if you don't have, then nothing's going to work. And that is the discussion of simcha and the opposite of which is depression. And that's what we're going to discuss from chapters 26 through 34. And the question basically is, why do I need it? Is it really necessary? Because you have to remember, back in the 1800s, early 1800s, late 1700s, it wasn't like you had all the people jumping around and saying, mitzvah gedol It wasn't like that at all. Now everyone buys into the idea of simcha. Back in 1800, the majority of the Orthodox world was not thinking that simcha was a real Jewish concept. They were thinking that, no, you have to walk around with a heavy face. Mm, 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 mm. Like, that was, that was what it means to be an Orthodox Jew. And the Hasidim, the came along and said, wait a minute, boys, got to change. Got to be Simcha. right? That's, so the first beginning of this discussion, what we're going to have tomorrow, is prove to me that simcha is really the, the deal, is the, is, the, is the precursor of the whole story. And then we have to figure out, well, if I don't got it, how do I get it? All right, that's gonna be the discussion. Alright, I okay. will stop here. Let me Hashem. will continue tomorrow.